from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from two donors. The first is a family who are parishioners of St. Clement's Parish in Etobicoke, Ontario, in celebration of their wedding anniversary and in thanksgiving for blessings received. The second is Patricia Gagné from Ottawa, Ontario, in loving memory of her husband, Ed, who died on the 15th, of, uh, on the 15th anniversary of his death in thanksgiving for the TV Mass and for all those who make the daily TV Mass possible for our viewers. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Let us now acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer, you are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who give constant increase to your Church by new offspring, grant that your servants may hold fast in their lives to the sacrament they have received in faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had come, Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. People of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and listen to what I say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power, wonders, and signs that God did through him among you, as you yourselves know, this man handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up having freed him from death 
because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Fellow Israelites, I may say to you confidently of our ancestor David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would put one of his descendants on his throne. Foreseeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that all of us are witnesses. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you both see and hear. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Give me up to shame. 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. After Mary Magdalene and the other Mary had heard the message of the angel that Jesus had been raised from the dead, they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. While the women were going, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests everything that had happened. After the priests had assembled with the elders, they devised a plan to give a large sum of money to the soldiers, telling them, You must say his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story is still told among the Jews to this day. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Yesterday's solemn celebration of Easter began a 50-day-long period in which we are invited to continue that celebration and to deepen our understanding of and faith in the mystery at the heart of it, the Paschal mystery, the mystery of salvation through the death and resurrection of Jesus. The first reading throughout the Easter season is taken from the Acts of the Apostles. It tells the story of the birth and gradual growth of the church. The apostles, whose acts are celebrated in it, are above all Peter and Paul. The first half of Acts tells the story of Peter and of the leadership with which he, rather, he exercised initially in the church in Jerusalem. The second half of Acts focuses on Paul and on his missionary journeys. Acts is sometimes called the Book of the Spirit, sometimes the Book of the Church. The two, Spirit and Church, are inseparable. It is only in the light of Pentecost and of the gift of the Spirit that Easter begins to be seen in all its implications for the founding and life of the Church. What the Gospels give us is not a description of the actual resurrection of Jesus, but rather a number of appearances he made as the risen Christ to some of the women disciples, to the Twelve Apostles, and others, and finally to Paul. In many cases, the appearances include the bestowing of a mission, whether, as in the case of Mary Magdalene, to carry the message of Easter to the apostles, or in the case of the apostles, to begin the proclamation of the good news of salvation from God in Christ. The response of faith to their preaching, first to the Jewish and then to the broader Gentile world, marks the beginning of the gathering of disciples which will constitute the community of the church. Today's Acts, today's reading from Acts, contains part of what is called the first Christian missionary sermon. It's the day of Pentecost, and Peter addresses the crowds who come to Jerusalem to celebrate the festival. The focus of Peter's preaching, like that of Paul, is on the death and resurrection of Jesus. Having been put to death by the Roman authorities, Peter says, Jesus was raised up to newness of life. 
being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, Peter adds, he has poured out this that you see and hear. The resurrection of Jesus was not in any sense simply for his own sake. It was primarily for us. Easter affirms not only that Jesus lives, but that he lives at the right hand of the Father in order to intercede always on our behalf. A fundamental truth of human life is that we are all going to die. What Easter affirms is that death will not be the last word about us. In Christ and through the gift of the Spirit, we are called to a new and richer life in him. This pattern of dying and rising is at the heart of all life. Our sense of it enables us again and again to move beyond defeat and despair. This is true of us as individuals and as members of nations and of humanity as a whole. For many people, life is full of challenges, some of which at times threaten to overwhelm them. Think of those who lose their homes and possessions and perhaps even a loved one in a wildfire or a hurricane or a flood. Think of modern warfare and of the devastation it brings in its wake. The war in Ukraine reminds us of the two world wars of the last century, which were marked by death and destruction on a scale that is hard to imagine. In spite of that, people had the hope and resilience to rebuild cities and towns, nations and continents. Easter is a feast of hope and therefore of perseverance and courage. Authentic hope is in no sense naive. It recognizes the challenges of which in one way or another we all face. At the same time, it refuses to give up, to despair, to withdraw, as it were, from life. Hope enables us to shift the focus and approach our problems from a different perspective. Faith, the basis of hope, does not guarantee that we will not face serious challenges, including death. As long as we are alive, however, there is always the possibility of a new beginning. It is that possibility that enables us to deal with even the most challenging of situations. To believe in God, especially to believe in him as he has been revealed to us in the life, teaching, and destiny of Jesus, can't help but make us people of hope. At the deepest level, we hope for life beyond this life, the kind of life to which Easter points. Such faith enables us to be hopeful about the world and about human life, including our own. To take but one example, most people recognize the considerable challenge of climate change and want to do whatever they can in order to counteract it. Sometimes, however, the challenge seems so great and so many people so indifferent that we are inclined to abandon any effort we might have made. Such an attitude is not 
an option for a person of faith. Our world is God's world, a world that he has entrusted to us. We must not despair of doing what we can to fulfill our responsibilities in regard to it. Let us now in faith and trust be sent before God our needs. For all those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those facing changes in their lives and those who journey with them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord. For victims of violence and of war and for their families, let us pray to the Lord. For a greater awareness of and willingness to do what we can to confront the challenge of climate change, let us pray to the Lord. For those who have been baptized in the course of our Easter celebrations, that they will experience the peace and joy that faith can bring, let us pray to the Lord. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers as well as the more personal ones that each one of his us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God. By the mingling of this water and wine, become partakers of his divinity, who became partaker of our humanity. <laughs> Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Bless be God, God. Gracious God, wash me from my sins. Cleanse me from my iniquity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and all his holy church. Accept graciously, O Lord, we pray the offerings of your people that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord but on this day above all to lodge you yet more gloriously when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. For he is the true lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying, he has destroyed our death and by rising, restored our life. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all. We pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. To the kingdom, the power, and the glory of yours, now and Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your source. And let us give one another the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. May the grace of this Paschal Sacrament abound in our minds, we pray, O Lord, and make those you have set on the way to eternal salvation worthy of your gifts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. So